Stonecutters podcast. Will Catlett, Aaron Hankins. Will, I just I did the intro for you. You want to do your intro? Nah, it's great. I thought it was great. <laughs> I thought it was great. The intro was great. Will, today's episode, I wanted to talk really specifically about something that I think a lot of people can gain insight from. This is this will probably be a little shorter podcast, but let's talk about the mastermind group. Uh, on yeah. a, on a previous podcast, you had talked about how. After you joined uh, Mastermind that, that me and you put together, everything sort of took off for you. So g- give me a little, g- give people a, a picture of what we did. Well, I didn't know anything about a Mastermind group. Aaron had sent me a few things on it. Um, but basically, and I know Aaron can break it down better than I can, but I'll tell you my experience. You know, Aaron wanted to go work for Nike. My boy John is a director and a creative. Our boy Unsung, you know, um, is just uh, a genius at curating anything, whether it's parties, music, or fashion. fashion. You know, um, and I, at the time, and what I am doing now, want to be and going to be the biggest movie star in the world. And trying to figure out how to get there. And I also had aspirations of doing a museum, and I had a clothing line, and, you know, and I'm, I had a couple other things going on. And what I had gained from us sitting down and talking is just four of us sitting down and talking, but everyone's pitching in and giving a blueprint or answering, you know, questions and solving problems or having me cut out things that I don't need to get to where I want to go. So it's actually allowing me to be intentional about where I should go. And at that time, I knew that I had to let the clothes go, let those ideas go and focus on the acting. Now I will throw it to Aaron so that he can give you what the mastermind group was, but that was my experience and it worked out. Um, so masterminds in general, uh, you can look them up on Google. Uh, the, probably some of the most famous ones were um, Henry Ford, uh, I want to say Theodore Roosevelt, Walt Whitman, and the head of uh, Firestone Tires. Uh, basically a mastermind is a collection of folks that are there to improve each other and uh, some masterminds are free other ones you have to pay to get into or paid subscription for Um, I had done a lot of research on masterminds and for me I was getting a lot of great feedback from the people that I knew the people that I had formerly worked with but I needed to level up and the mastermind group was my first chance at leveling up and I was looking for folks that didn't know me um i'll tell you one thing for mastermind groups it's probably best if you only know one other person in the mastermind group because if everybody knows everybody then you're the likelihood that you're going to be able to share and open up with people and give people honest feedback is going to be stifled by the relationship that you already have with them so it's like Mm -hmm. if i would have known john or unsung and if i would have known them in any sort of capacity other than meeting them maybe once or twice I wouldn't have been as open to giving them constructive feedback to get them closer to where they wanted to go. So I had reached out to Will a couple times about starting a mastermind and Will was reading up on it and probably waiting for the right moment. And uh, finally he, he reached back out to me over email. He's like, Hey Aaron, I got two people. Let's get, let's get everybody together. And I'll tell you from organizing a mastermind, it's very funny that uh, Will's a creative Unsung's a creative, John's a creative, and I'm a analytic 
logical engineer. So Will Will can probably attest to this is like the first few meetings that we had. You know, they started at this time. We talked about we went around the room and everybody had five minutes to talk and then we came back and we talked about what were the challenges for the week and how did we want to improve for the next time that we were meeting. I think we were meeting monthly at that point and I wanted everything to be so structured and I wanted us to follow a path or a, a, a form that I had seen online about how to run an effective mastermind and very quickly I learned that that was one of the things that I needed to remove and the structure and the rigidness that I wanted to put onto a mastermind was me trying to control it. And for a mastermind to be effective, you do need moderation and you need to have somebody that moderates it that keeps things in orders, keep keeps things in order, but you also need to let it truly affect you. And for the four people that were in our mastermind group, each one of us had a different goal that was it did none of them really um connected in terms of, hey, well, you want to work here and I want to work in the same place. But I, what I will tell you is that all four of us have a dream and we're all in the, in the, on the journey to achieve, achieve that dream. And the mastermind was really just an opportunity for us to meet once a month, bounce ideas off of each other, give each other a path forward. Hey, did you look at this? A uh, perfect example is uh, John, a uh, film director. Uh, I've talked to him about wh what I wanted to do at Nike and how I wanted to be a part of the future. And he basically said, hey, have you been over to the Pasadena uh, School of Design? And, you know, you need to go check out this place. or You need to go check out this. Have you looked at these kind of materials? And he really exposed me to a, a different thing that I didn't know. And it was something new for me to learn. And it really took me in a different direction. And it really helped me get things. And really during the whole mastermind group, I think... It was awesome that it was four men, but you can have women in the group or it can be a group of all women, but it's really about that collective and what Will was talking about in terms of having each one of us give. If you think about a team, it's like a team of five people on the basketball court. One of those people by themselves cannot score all the points and win the game other than Wilt Chamberlain and maybe Michael Jordan and maybe Kobe. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, the ball needs LeBron. to be passed around. Le I don't think LeBron's going <laughs> to. <laughs> the ball has to be passed around. And and the ball being passed around is basically the feedback. And you're giving each and every person a little piece of feedback and everything. And collectively, you all get better. And the mastermind was extremely rewarding. It didn't last as long as I'd liked it to. And, uh, Will, why did, in, in your opinion, why did we end the mastermind? I think um well cuz masterminds can go on for years folks I mean yeah, yeah. I I think I think I'm trying to find what I wanted to say I think some of us didn't see the value in it I think that's what happened but um the value were the the value was shown by you going to do what you went to go do and I went to go do what I went to go do. Yeah, and maybe you know? the maybe the value just wasn't apparent at the time that we did it. That's what I'm saying. And it and, was it was it, yeah, cuz that but also too you got to think about it and the mastermind too, you know, you have to be vulnerable. You have to be open. You know, and you have to be willing to change. Because you can want to do something. You may be hanging on to an idea for 10 years that you really want to do. 
And then you get in that mastermind group and it's like, uh, you haven't really thought this all the way through or thought this all the way out. Maybe you should drop this and pick up this. So you have to be willing to change. But I think us getting together for that short period of time, I think we had a total like what, three or four meetings, something like that. Well, we met for a year. We met for a year. We met for a year. We may have skipped a couple months, but we met for a year. And I and I mean, oh wow, I didn't I didn't even realize I didn't realize that it was that long. It was it was a while. Yeah, we met. Okay, yeah, yeah, but it, it, it you know it it pointed it pointed us in the right direction. I mean, I would encourage it. I, I should do. We talking about it. We should do another one soon. And also, know? also to to that point is that like maybe we split it up but the the whole point of it was and will 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 stresses this with uh, unsung all the time and it's like we're all on our own unique journey and mm-hmm. and we're all going to take a different path and it's all going to take us a different point a, a different amount of time to reach that level of success that that we're that we're looking for right you know and that's and that's with with John and unsung it's like yeah they it seems like maybe we sort of jumped out the gate and and jumped out there quick quick hot right. and fast they may come in and, and hit it, you know, sort of like little by little and hit it. So Yeah, they both going to hit it, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we all going to get together back again, too. You know, I've been learning, too, man, as we talk about the mastermind thing. You can't keep things in your heart. You know, you just can't. You got to you got to each day we have to clean out our heart and allow us to have fresh ideas, you know, fresh new inventions, you know, just be at just be at peace. You know what I'm saying? So how do you how of, do you clean out your heart? You check it. You see what's in there that's bothering you. You know, like if I have a gripe with Aaron, I need to express it. I need to write it down. I need to say it. You know, if I'm looking at another actor moving forward in the game and I'm not at the moment, well, why am I feeling that way? I need to express it. I need to make sure my heart is clean. You know, mm-hmm. and that way we can uh, we can welcome in new things. I also was going to say too. When we were just speaking on the last podcast, when we were talking about mastermind, because you got to come in there, you got to give your time, mm-hmm. you got to serve, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got to celebrate, because mm-hmm. we were going to celebrate too, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what I was going to say, uh, ah, maybe lose my train of thought when I, re- when I redid all that. It, it was, se- oh, I know where you were going to go. So uh-huh. the, 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 um, the mastermind, give, serve, and celebrate. So uh-huh. we gave our time. We served yes. each other, and the the thing that I'll always remember is that we celebrated our last mastermind meeting. We actually saw Kobe on his last night ever score sixty. We went to it. We went to a sports bar and we watched it. Yes, yes, we did. And that was just an amazing end to the mastermind. And it mm-hmm. was just to be able to celebrate there and to celebrate the end of it and to be able to see Kobe on his last night drop sixty win the game. It was amazing. I don't know if that that's what you were talking about, but I just connected celebrate and and for me that moment uh-huh. it's like you know it's like where were you at when when uh LeBron blocked Steph Curry? It's like where were you at when when Kobe retired and dropped 60? It was like I was with my, 60. I was with my mastermind yeah. group. I was with my mastermind group. I'll take that. <laughs> what I was what I was going to say if 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 it, it'll come back Okay. That's the problem of being pregnant. I told you I'm pregnant right now. Yeah, so talk about that. You said that you were having some symptoms of, of some pregnancy symptoms? 
Yeah, man. Like, I be sleeping all the time. I be forgetting stuff. <laughs> I said, man, I don't know what's going on. Does the book, the book that I gave you, does it tell you that, uh, that, that you're going to be sleeping? No, see, that didn't. He forgot about that. He didn't say anything about man, men getting the symptoms. He didn't say anything about that. I had to go to the source. I had to talk to my dad. And my dad said he got the symptoms. Yeah, but it's a good thing if you if you need some sleep, the 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 universe is trying to tell you something. Rest. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Pre- prepare oh, yeah. for what's about to come. Me and Will were talking about this uh, off the air, and Will, you you said that you don't drink coffee at all. I do, but I don't. It's not like a. I don't like to drink something to keep me up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. It just, but like. I feel like I'm gonna snort a line or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it feels like. It's a coffee stimulant. feels it's like a that. stimulant, yeah, man. It's like, nah, I'm cool. But you, um, you maybe you get like the I, yerba mate tea or the green tea. Those are two ones. You're gonna need that, bro. Yeah, we need that yerba mate sponsorship. We will see. Send me some of that tea. Yeah, yerba, yerba mate. mate. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag sponsored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, will like um. I don't know if you've seen in the media like this whole fire festival. Have you seen any anything about this? Yo, did you watch it? I, I watched the doc, man. Here's the thing about the what is it called? The fire uh, festival. The fire festival, right? Here's the thing. <laughs> the dude Billy, right, is a genius. Okay. That festival would have been incredible. You know what I'm saying? It's just, we talked about the heart. It's the wrong heart. If he had the right heart about it, that festival would have been amazing. What a great idea. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, they probably didn't have everything in the Bahamas right, and they needed to take more time. You yep. know what I'm saying? But I was impressed with the way that he tried to solve the problem. I wasn't impressed the way he scammed people. But I'm mm-hmm. like, if this brother would just clean his heart and get out of trying to scam somebody, super and intelligent, really just, and, and just really just you know do the thing right. Because I remember that whole time. I was like, why people keep posting up this this stupid little orange thing on all over social media? And I said, oh, it's a film festival that people wanted to go to, you know. And I'm like, it would have been dope, dope idea, but it's just unfortunate that you know it wasn't in the right heart posture. Yeah, it, it, to me, it was a complete logistics issue. From from the minute that they filmed it to, oh well, it's gonna be in a couple of months. It's like nah, the dude was like festivals take years. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Have... It, it could have they could have easily added a year to it and like doubled all the prices and it could have happened and then it could have like, it could have really turned into something. So like honestly, I wish right now that I had the bread, <laughs> I would take that festival and I would do it. I would definitely do it. Somebody's got to be thinking that. They got to do it. It would have been dope. They, well, I mean, what better way to have redemption? He need to get out of just what Billy need to do. Billy need to get out of jail in six years. How many years he got, right? He need to be a changed man, and he need to redo the festival. Right. He got to redo the festival. Now, I don't, now I gotta, he got to figure out how he's going to, you know, people to trust him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, somebody trust him. Yeah, people probably still trust him. They just like Billy yeah, didn't yeah. work out. We trust you, yeah. even if you in jail. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even if you in jail, yeah. Billy got it. Billy, Billy, you gotta do the festival, man. But you gotta do it right. 
you know, you got to do it right. Make sure everybody is paid and documented. You know, there's redemption in it. I believe that you will have redemption. So, Will, the, the next question that, that, that we like to ask each other, how much life did you speak today? Ah, that's good. Let me see. I don't think I spoke enough life today, Aaron. Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't, not that I didn't speak uh, negatively neither, but... Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. But on my way to do this podcast, I was just an unsung play, a playlist. Mm -hmm. And I, w I was speaking some life. I said, ah, man, you just don't understand how deep you about to be, man. You don't understand how big you about to fly, baby. And I was just, you know, and I started doing some more poetry. I did poetry in a while, so I was spitting some off the top of the dome poetry in the car <laughs> as I'm driving. Then I'm getting out of the car, Aaron, and I'm looking at the car like, ah, my life is good. You know what I'm saying? So I was speaking that life, but I need to make it a point to speak even more in the day because you know things will hit you in the day. But if you build up enough life that you've spoken in that day, it can, you know, what do you call it when, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. basically just if you have enough in the bank already and you're already, yeah. you're already high up there, you're already yeah. up in the high altitude, nothing can really pull you down. Nothing can really pull you down. It's so but I'm going to try to, what I'm going to do this week, you know, is that I'm a, when I get up in the morning, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to speak a lot of life. Just encourage my day, speak over my day. So an example, I, I know I got to get up at 6 in the morning and work, I mean, 5 in the morning and work out at 6, right? Mm -hmm. So, I, you know, I'm like, man, okay, I'm going to get through this workout. I'm going to feel good afterwards. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. It's going it's, it's to be a little tough, but you know what I mean? I'm going to get through it, you know, and then I'm going to get on my books. I'm going to read, Yep. you know. The sun just gonna be shining on me like glistening on me all day. Positive you know, visualization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We kiss my wife in the morning and say hey and shake on the baby a little bit. You know, I'm just gonna have a good day. I'm gonna go get a line up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm over here whooping it. I need me a little line or something. You know, I'm gonna make sure that I'm I'm, I'm speaking that speaking that life. Oh boy. Yeah. What so, about you? How, how, well, how much life did you speak? How much life did I speak today? Not enough. Uh -huh. And one of the things when we talk about life and speaking life and speaking death, speaking death is thinking ill, thinking that you're not good enough, thinking that you're not ready for the for the position that you're in or the place that you're in. Right. And a lot of that crept in on me today. And I really wasn't as present and positive as I could have been. Mm -hmm. So I think it's always great when you don't necessarily achieve the goals that you wanted to achieve is to look back and to see how you can still improve and how you can still get better, even though you didn't get to where you wanted to, which for me is just having a completely positive day from the start of the day to the end of the day. And as I meditate more and as I find the perfect place to meditate, whether it's right when I wake up or right before I go to sleep mm -hmm. or any time in between, it's really about trying to help myself think and put things into a positive perspective mm -hmm. to, to attract the light. You know, people see that. Like, I know that people see you all the time on the other side of the street and you just have a glow about you and you have a positivity about you and it attracts people that want to have that same energy in their lives, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I think, too, while we're getting up speaking at life, when, when crisis happens, we're able to be okay with it, you know, and get through it. You know, but if we constantly speak in death or not celebrating or not doing the things that we're supposed to do, then when it happens, it's going to really rock us. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's actually, like you said, we building up the bank for when the storm comes, you know? The storm is going to come. It's going to rain. The storm is going to come. It's how you deal with the storm. You know, and we can deal with that storm by boarding our house up with positive thoughts, positive speaking. Life has already got so much going on. We don't want to speak against our own selves. You know what I mean? You're right. You don't want to do that. So, you know, you're going to have a great day at Nike tomorrow. You're going to crack Thank the you. code on something tomorrow. Thank you. You know, you're going to help some more employees out tomorrow with new ideas. You may even move uh, stations. You know what I'm saying? To get better light to come in the room so that you can create even more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm excited. I'm excited for you, brother. Nice. Um, Stonecutters podcast. Uh, you can check us out on iTunes. You can check us, check us out on Stitcher. Um, Stonecutterspodcast.com. Uh, we have website. You can listen to the podcast there. If you'd like to email us, stonecutterspodcast at gmail.com. We gladly take any questions that you have, any donations, any suggestions, any improvements, any feedback, anything that you want to talk about. Me and Will bring it up uh, like we have on previous episodes. Uh, this episode was sort of a quick fire episode. We wanted to talk about masterminds, and then we talked about some other things. So, uh, Will, with that being said, you want to leave the audience with anything for this episode? Uh, when are you printing that steak to a baby stone cutter's <laughs> shirt? You know that joint is hard. Shout we out need to get that. Shout out to uh, Patient Shark, uh, somebody somebody that I met through Instagram and uh, listen podcast listener as well. Uh, shout out, thank you for listening. And uh, yeah, he he put together a shirt. I need to put. I'll post it on the uh, on the on our Instagram site. That'll be our first post. Uh, actually, he put together a crew neck. Uh, basically, has uh, the stone cutters the first day that we uh, started recording, which was a uh, eight twenty eight. 18 and uh it has a uh, steak to a baby uh written on the front of it stone cutters right underneath of it uh from a previous episode something that we talked about man when are we gonna get those made uh soon we gotta put yeah we gotta soon. put a date on it we gotta we, get those we, we're gonna we're gonna get a lot of things out there we just want to do them the right way we want them to do the right. way that are going to work the best for us so if, if for that to happen, we want to do it our way so it's going to be on our timetable so mm-hmm. i get that Boom. and if people want to give to the Stonecutters podcast, Cash where do App. They give it? Cash App, if you'd like to send us a donation to Cash App, we are Stonecutters Podcast on Cash App as well. Uh, you know, putting your seed for 2019, see what, what grows for you in 2019 and beyond. Stonecutters Podcast, Aaron Hankins. Will Catlett. We out. We out.